Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At bluenile.com, you can design a one of a kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to bluenile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at bluenile.com for $50 off your purchase. bluenile.com code LISTEN. And now, the Sunday League pundits presented by Uber One. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Sunday League Pundits presented by Uber One. Uber One is a membership that lets you save across everything from Uber Eats, Uber Rides, and everything in between. I'm talking $0 delivery fees, 5% off on Eats, and 5% off on Rides. Join now to get what first month free. Yes, just head to uber.com slash one. O-N-E, the word one, not the number. For details, guys, we are into almost at the World Cup, but not quite yet. Last, we still have club football to talk about as well. We last match day uh, before the World Cup. It's getting close. It's getting exciting. Uh, yeah, I'm Greg. Hi. Yes, and of course, Liam as well. I was going to pull a wall and just be silent the entire episode. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Uh, club football wrapping up as we move into that international tournament. There's a lot going on, though, still. Mm-hmm. Like, we're talking the final match days now of the Premier League, uh, uh, all the major does, leagues. How weird does that sound to it's say? It's very weird. It's November. Yeah. This is, <laughs> this is the point of the year where it's like, okay, there's lots of games coming up going to that, that December and... You know, is the almost most crucial part of the season. You to get a good December, going to Christmas on top of the table kind of thing. And now it's, okay, everyone. We're on a break. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay. They said before the United game, they were like, oh, this is, as we pull the curtain on the first half of the season, you go, sorry, what? Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like, we're yeah. supposed to get busy right now. Yeah. What's really weird is, you know, you watch these games and you, you have to think, the back of all these players' minds, there is the idea of, I don't want to get hurt. Yeah. Right. But Mikel Arteta did say, if you think about getting hurt, you're going to get no, hurt. You have, you have to play a normal game. If you don't go into a challenge, if you don't commit to a run, that's when you hurt yourself. You're, Unfortunately, you're not in it mentally. I know hurt. Granit Xhaka came off real early. He, something yeah. happened. So hopefully he's okay for the this team. Especially he's been... Playing really well, good. We can start there with the Premier League and yeah. with Arsenal because they will go into the break up at the table. Five points up on City, which is crazy. It was a clean and simple victory for Arsenal, 2 0 over Wolves. Like you said, Jaka did come off in the 16th minute, so that is a bit of a concern. But two goals from Martin Odegaard did get the victory for the Gooners. Thank you for those fantasy points. Well done. He's not going to World Cup, though, so he gets a shoot. Oh, oh, he had nothing to play for. I he have, doesn't care. I have a couple guys on my uh, fantasy team that aren't going to. No. <laughs> and that includes Haaland. Well, we can talk about him next because, like you said, Arsenal are top of the table, 37 points at the time of the break. Second spot is Manchester City, 32 points because 
He's not going to the World Cup, but big man Ivan Tony. <laughs> yes, sir. He told uh, he told Gareth Waistcoat Southgate, bitch, shut the fuck up. You want to take me? No. Okay, let's go to goals against Pep. <laughs> I don't know what the hell I was trying to say with Gareth Waistcoat. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. You, you were just it, rambling. It fell apart there. very quickly. <laughs> but anyways, it did end two one for yeah. for Brentford over Manchester City. Uh, Phil Foden scoring the goal for City. Erling, I heard it was a real nice goal, though. Too. It was a goal, but Erling Holland does not score. Is the world flat? Are we okay? Yeah. Is it? He's coming back from injury. So that's true. That is true. I guess technically he is human. So yeah. Yeah. Is he? I, I thought, but Ivan Tony's winner. Ninety eighth minute. Which is funny because I I saw a post uh, on Twitter. Where it was like. 10 added minutes in that game and then all it was was the the substitute board just saying until city wins <laughs> <laughs> that's that usually is kind of i mean last week versus fulham um and we'll get to fulham again this week but that, yeah, that's kind of how it feels sometimes is city get the, the chance to to dig themselves out of the hole but it was a uh, brentford that that got the got the last laugh here and it was, yeah, 90th minute. Ivan Tony scoring the second goal of the night. Huge three points for Brentford. Yeah. Is some. I don't want to be that person. Okay. But it's a matter of time. Is, is this kind of starting the, the, the slow demise of City? They're not as powerful. They've been having some pretty interesting games. They've been conceding more often than we really, I think, talk about. Mm-hmm. Lost to Brentford. I don't know what I'm saying. It's a demise. No, it's, I'm not saying right now that they're bad, but I think we're starting to see some results that we shouldn't see. But then again, I still... I have to put some blame on Pep Guardiola. He's 1-1 with Brentford. He's made one change all game, which was Jao Cancelo coming off for Julian Alvarez in the 86th minute. Which isn't Meaning easy. Calvin Phillips, uh, Jack Grealish, Riyad Mahrez, all just left on the bench. You know, you're telling me one of those players couldn't do something to change this game? I'm sure Gareth Southgate would have loved to see Calvin Phillips playing. You, you, got, you got Cole Palmer on there. I mean, Riyad Mahrez has not been playing that much. He and he hasn't. just signed a new contract, yeah. too. It's been like, weird. One change in the 86th minute. Yes, you're bringing on a second striker. I get that. Okay. But I, Pep Guardiola does some weird things. How much of it as well is I don't want to get these guys? He sh- that, it's he's not, that's always, not his he's job. He's always totally. like it's that. His though. job is... To win games to, in the Premier League. I agree. He always does. He was the one of the loudest voices for the Premier League needs five substitutes, five substitutes, five substitutes. And then he doesn't ever use five substitutes. Mm-hmm. For years, he's done one or he just makes no changes. It's like, what is happening? Yeah. Because like someone like Riyad Mahrez isn't going to the World Cup. So it's not what you're saying about him getting hurt. That doesn't. Tell me Jack really shouldn't come on and win 18 fouls in 18 minutes kind of thing. That's usually how he does. Yeah, he's normally filled mm-hmm. Kevin could do something with it, you know. It just—I don't know. It's—it's it's a very upsetting loss for Manchester City in and terms of a great of, win for Brentford. Uh, yes, I think they're up Brentford. to tenth now. Yes, so are. going in the the Christmas is with uh, mid table is great for Brentford considering where they were. Earlier. But what you said with the recent results for City, 
So 2-1 loss to Brentford. 2-1 win versus Fulham. Last second penalty. A 1-0 victory over Leicester. That penalty was bull too. I don't disagree with that. They beat Brighton 3-1. They lost to Liverpool 1-0. Then you go back and it gets a bit better. 4-0 versus Southampton. 6-3 versus United. They're not just they're not scoring as much and they, they are conceding goals and Early they've Collins had injuries. Finished. He's finished. <laughs> Allen's done. Get him out of here. Yeah. I think City will turn it around. Again. I still think City are favorites to win the Premier League. Um it's a long season and Arsenal and City haven't played each other yet. Like yes. that is a that is a six point yes. game. But this sounds. also speaks to how open the league is right now. Too. Mm-hmm. It's it's awesome to see that City aren't just steamrolling it right now. Newcastle in the table. Well, Newcastle right are third. I would yeah. love to talk about them next. Yeah, because <laughs> when you, when you consider um, Liverpool, you everyone was just like, oh, Liverpool will be the ones fighting City, and so the, when Liverpool aren't even doing it, and then City aren't up there, it's great to see like that it's it's open. Like, mm-hmm. I would love to talk about Newcastle next yeah. because I am all on board the hype train of Newcastle. I think lots of people well, are, I'm, unless I'm, you just hate Newcastle. 1-0 victory. 1-0 victory over Chelsea. Uh, it was Joe Willock scoring the goal, which means Newcastle are up to third in the Premier League as we go into the break. That's I love it. incredible. I love it. The thing, okay, I was thinking about this, and this is what, this is what blew my mind. Newcastle are the richest club in, the, in, in football. That's not debatable. They are the most wealthy club. But they have not acted like it. Yes, they made a big signing in Isaac um, or Isak, whatever. Who hasn't even been playing. Not much. Yes, they've made some because I was like Sven Botman in the back and everything. Like that, but they haven't Chris gone Wood. and spent millions and millions and millions and millions on everyone. Like everybody expected them to. They didn't go... For Mbappe. They didn't. Yeah, they could. They could go and say, Mbappe, you want two million a week? Let's do it. Yeah. But they didn't. So yes, I don't disagree that okay, of course they have funding behind them. Of course, they've spent more money in the past transfer window than Newcastle have under the entirety of Mike Ashley, basically. But they're doing this actually as a team. Yeah. Miguel Amaron Which- is coming into what looks like his prime. That's my boy. I Really wish. I mean, of course, I wish he was going to the World Cup. He would have been so sick there, honestly. Yeah, he would have. There were, but, but like, you look at this eleven, and they you say Chris Wood, Almiron, Joel Linton, Matty Longstaff. And, and, and like with all that though, and you're talking about like that, you really got to give praise to Eddie Howe. Then. Yes, he's been fantastic. He's really turned this team around. And he said when he joined, like it was, it was dead in there. Uh, there was no belief. Yeah. When your club is yo-yo, up and down, up and down, there's no new faces coming in the door. You're selling your best talent every single season. Yeah, you're going to have no faith, no belief, no heart, no drive, no passion. It's going to die. But, but yeah, I, I, I'm not wrong, though. No, no, that like, was just very rapper And then you, you, get, you, you get your... You, know, you look at the coaching staff. The, the coaches have come through St. James's Park, and it's like, oh, my God, like... There is no ability in the recruitment and scouting and the actual match day coaching. Eddie Howe's doing good. Yes. He yeah. nearly came to us, but we don't want him because we have Ange now. We're okay. <laughs> but what I loved about this game versus Chelsea. So Chelsea lose yet again. Harry yeah, I think it's showing that it, it, it's not, it wasn't Thomas Tuchel. Yeah, so now well, are, you, are you sitting there going, oh, oopsies. <laughs> I... I, I 
I understand the idea of get Thomas Tuchel out to get an attacking coach in like Graham Potter, but this is a defensive team. Thomas Tuchel won them the chance. I don't disagree with liked, you. I think that was it was just mm-hmm. too fast to get rid of him. You know, it's and I like Graham Potter. Yeah. But so. Let me let me name some names for you. I want you to tell me if these players are good enough to start for Chelsea. Broya, Gallagher, Loftus Cheek, uh I'm sorry, Lewis Hall, yeah. uh Chalaba. But the Are the, those the, players good enough to start for Chelsea? They're trying to let them play because the players that maybe should be starting in Havertz and Ukurea have not been good. Ukurea's been ass. He's uh, he's been he's be been awful. Players who players who came on were Thiago Silva in the seventh minute for Loftus Cheek. You have LeBron James, Christian Pulisic, uh, Hakim Ziyech, Kukarela, and uh, and Havertz. Yeah, Kukarela has just been a lot of hair and a lot of talk. Ziyech has been garbage. Pulisic garbage. Kai Havertz, eh? What's he got on the season? On the season, the Premier League three goals in thirteen games. I think the one player in there where I would sit there and go, yeah, I, I would play him for Chelsea would only be Connor Gallagher. He shows some effort. Yeah. But I look at the bench. Why is Dennis Zakaria not getting any minutes? Yeah. Why not try him? You have Aubameyang on the bench. Yes, he was, was a waste of space when he came, you know. Was Zakaria not playing like regular minutes? At- I believe so. Yeah. That, that, that was to free up wage bill. Yeah. yeah, and so now he goes to Chelsea, and I remember that move coming through, like late, and yeah. everybody going, "Oh, good move!" It's just everybody's really excited about this move. He's going to play. He hasn't yet. But like, yes, I understand. There's some big misses. I mean, Kepa's out injured. Conte, Chilwell, Reese James, Wesley Fofana. Those are some big names out injured. But I think Reese James really. Yes. He handled so much of the attack for that team, and he handles. Really, he's a good defender. Did you guys see his uh, his uh, outfit? No, did the one that made him look like Sully from. <laughs> no, I did not. No <laughs> way, bro. Hold on, it's. I sent it in the group chat. It is. Oh, the... okay, that was him. Okay, yeah, that's yeah, that's Reese yeah. James, dude. Look at look at him. Oh, that was what that was. I was so confused. I don't know who the... I thought the guy on the right looked like Maddie. <laughs> it kind of does, actually. I, I, I thought for a second it was ski mask, but it's not. So I don't know. What I loved with the Newcastle versus Chelsea game, though, was actually the added time. There was like, it, like, it was a, there was like eight yeah. or nine minutes added on. I think it was eight added on, and it went, uh, it went aggressively. Yeah, four of those minutes were just the fights. Fights. It was, yeah. it was great though, because there was there was a twenty second period where there was two or three massive tackles. The referee cr- pushed Christian Pulisic. Yeah. There was a, a, a man who was even on the pitch got yellow carded. Jamal Lasalle's <laughs> got yellow carded. That was funny. <laughs> it was Daniel Henry type beat. It was great, though, because you know what it showed to me? It showed that there's actually fight in Newcastle. Yeah. They fought for those three points at the very end there. Yep. I mean, it's because Chel- where is Chelsea right now? They're in fifth? I believe around there. That's like it was a massive game for both teams. Well, they oh, lost. I'm sorry, Chelsea are eighth. Yeah, they're eighth. Yeah, yeah. It's getting ugly okay. for them. What if they don't get European football? Because there are a lot of teams around a, Brighton. Look at Brighton. Brighton are Brighton, tied with them on points. Brighton one lost. above, but they're still above them. It's mm-hmm. the Premier League this season has been actually very tight. When I look, even like, oh, but 
in previous seasons, it would be like, so team like Fulham, Norwich, yeah. Watford, all those kind of teams that are going up and down. Yeah. Those teams, you just like go to there, you know they'd lose. Yeah. Certain three points. Now, right yeah. now, those kind of teams are winning. And you, They'll pull out a random result. Like, it's early in the season. The Usually teams that are not pulling out those results are the teams that are down there right now. But even then, like, you lose a match, you're, you're in relegation. You win a match, you're in like yeah. 13. Because yeah. when, yeah. when I look at Chelsea up, I think it's very simple to see what's wrong with Chelsea. Arsenal top of the table, 33 goals scored. Man City, 40. Newcastle, 29. Tottenham, 31. United, 20. Liverpool, 28. Brighton, 23. Chelsea, 17. Yeah. 17 goals scored, 17 yeah, United's goals against. been just a, more of a defensive team. And we don't have, like, scoring. Yeah, United are, no finish. United are not great. United are not great. Yeah, you want to talk about them? We can talk about them. We can. We I'm sure we will. Or the the next Messi, the next Ronaldo because he likes Ronaldo better. Sui. Does he? Did he say that? I didn't. Ronaldo. Yeah. He loves Ronaldo. I didn't know he said he likes him more though. I don't think he said that, but he likes him more. Well, he's played with both. Yeah. So he understands greatness, and that is what is protruding out of him. Well, right? uh, we we can move on from Newcastle Chelsea. Uh, quickly, we'll mention a couple of results: Leicester two 0 over West Ham. They've West turned Ham, it around. They have turned it around. With West Ham or West Ham are one point above relegation. Is David Moyes looking for the sack? We're gonna get some pretty interesting relegated. Some big names down there. Um, but West Ham are not looking good. James I, Madison went off injured. They said it was just a precaution yes. for the world because yeah. for that. Of course, he got the call. James Madison. Yeah. yeah. Um, Nottingham Forest 1-0 over Crystal Palace. That's a big, big three points for them. They are still 18th in the relegation, but only one point back, like I said. So they needed that uh, three points I know Zaha there. missed a pen. Yeah. Um, Bournemouth picked up a 3-0 victory over Everton. Bournemouth are sitting in 14th. Everton, 14 points right above relegation as well. Eesh, bad there. Liverpool, 3-1 over Southampton. Simple, easy. Darwin Nunes did a couple things. Ooh. Darwin Scoring Nunes. goals. Doing good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm saving the one game. I, I am saving it because I want to talk about well, it for Br- sure. Brighton Villa. Brighton Villa, 2-1 for Villa. Danny Ings with a brace. Una Emery, two games, two goals. Or three games, two, two goal, or two wins in the Premier League. Yeah, lost yeah. in the Carabao Cup. First, um, but. Yeah, they did. Danny Ings. They beat you in the Prem. Shut up. <laughs> Danny Ings scoring a brace. Bad result for Brighton, though. Bad result for Brighton. It's odd for them to lose at home, and yeah. it's odd for Villa to win away. In a match that they needed to win, too. Let's finish up the uh, Saturday results with Tottenham 4-3. Over Leeds. This was a hell of a game. Hell Wild. Of a game. It was crazy. I saw it when it was 2 1 Leeds. Leeds. And I went, good good score. I guarantee it falls apart. Yeah. <laughs> For two reasons. Tottenham wake up only the last 30 seconds of the game, and Leeds are Leeds. <laughs> like, I don't. I don't Sorry, it just got to a weird point for me where it got to, like, they scored the third goal to, like, not be tied anymore. Yeah. And I was actually cheering. <laughs> a United fan. Mostly because I didn't want Tottenham anywhere near us. But I'm sitting there going, what am I doing? <laughs> like, uh, Spurs just cannot play 
until they're behind. It seems yeah. like they, they I don't score get a it. first half goal through Harry Kane. That's a good start for them. That, that, that it's usually, actually kind of odd, yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, Ben Davies scored in fifty first uh, before Rodrigo Bentancur scored in the eighty first and eighty third minute to make it fourth. And honestly, Kulisevsky comes back oh and just jumps right back in that team and is fantastic. Well, you can tell he's like still like tired and not fully fit, but what a player! Yeah, you honestly. want to talk about world class players like that guy is? Uh, can dictate the run of play. It knows where all of his teammates are, knows how to get the ball to his teammates, and then he freaking does it. Because Richarlson, who also played, looked off. And, and, he hasn't played and for a while. Of course, he's while. going to Brazil. Yeah, he hasn't played for Brazil a while, squad. though. Yeah. No, but in I... that Brazil squad, he's pretty far down the pecking order, I think. Not say, uh, that's not really saying much no, compared to the talent. That Brazil story. squad's pecking order is yeah. nuts. Yeah, I, I would take being down the pecking yeah. order. Yeah, you're still making Brazil. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no. Red card for Tyler Adams in the last few minutes of this game. It, it just stupid. I didn't just, see it. I didn't see it. Oh, uh, it was just he's already on a yellow, and he he brought him down. Yeah, like from behind, and he he knew it right away too. He's just like, like it was brain, uh, genuinely a brain dead play. Yeah, I I, I I was watching it, and I I immediately said. You're an idiot. Yeah. Because if I didn't realize he was on a yellow at first. Yeah, he, I didn't like, watch he, the full game. He but just got it. Not just got it, but like he got it in the second half, right? He got his first one in the 71st, oh, yeah, second one in the 87th. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. So you sit there and you go, you, you're in a close game, a, yeah. a back and forth game. Your team needs you out there. Not only does your team need you out there, but your team also needs. Ten players, more than ten players. You weren't out of this game. Yeah, no. you were a goal down. Were they even a goal down at that? Yeah, point? Yeah, they, they were. They were a goal yeah, down. Yeah, like it just a stupid decision. Yep. Just uh, and that's a. It almost seemed like I feel like we kind of fall into the the sad thing right now. Of is it preservation for the World Cup? But that was just a stupid play. I think if anything, it's a bit more immaturity. That's a good word. Yeah. yeah. Um, Let's talk about it. No, oh, okay. Still on to that topic. Um, Rodrigo. He's got ben, eight Which goals Rodrigo? Bendencourt or no. Rodrigo for Leeds? For Leeds. Okay, Leeds. okay. He's got like eight goals or something now. Like, He's actually up. having a pretty good season yeah. for Leeds. Should he have gotten a look at with the Spain squad? Rodrigo Moreno. He's got nine goals and one assist to 13 matches played. I find he's been like he's... Sometimes his play looks off, and that might be it with the Spain squad. But he's he's scoring goals in the Premier League and doing what he can for that team. Who, who did Spain? Spain didn't even like bring Gerard Moreno. Yeah, which is and that's why that's why I half sit there and go, mm, maybe he would have gotten a deep look because of the interesting picks. There was a couple but... interesting. I mean, goal scoring wise for Spain, you got Ferran Torres, Alvaro Morata, uh, Asensio, uh, Fati. Um, Nico Williams from Athletic Bilbao, Gavi, oh. Koke, Pedri. Not Nico. Not Nico. <laughs> Nico what? This is Nico Williams. It, it's, it's a different Nico Williams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah um, it, it's going, what? Danny Olmo, Rodri. I mean, you have players. I, I know what you're saying. He probably, got, he probably got looked at. Out and out strikers, really, you only have Morata there. Realistically. And Morata's Morata. Yeah, yeah. 
Which he's probably going to start. But this Spain squad is. Oh, we will. So, we will get to some yeah, World Cup content. No, no, no. We will get to World Cup content. You're right, Liam. Let's. We have lots to talk about there. But there was one final game that we haven't talked about yet. It was uh, those two boys there, as you see. Manchester United away at Craven Cottage and uh, Fulham. They were on course for a point. It was Christian Eriksen. Er, Eriksen. <laughs> Christian Eriksen uh, scoring in the 14th minute. I believe it was his first United goal. Uh, before former United boy Dan James comes on and scores a goal himself in the 61st minute. And uh, in the 93rd, he's been called a wonder kid, a generational talent, the man of the moment in Manchester, Alejandro Granacho. Granacho, Granacho. I love this man, bro. 93rd minute winner versus Fulham. Greg was upset by this winner. It's just like, we should have gone to the ball. Leno should have done better, I find, but and he probably should have saved the pen last week. Frustrating. It's frustrating to lose two last-minute goals to it in two games in a row against Manchester Club. Brett, big points. I thought we played a good game. It's just a little heartbreaking. Possession went to the favor of Fulham. Yeah. Corners. They had ten. You had three. I know chances were pretty same much. shots. Uh, Similar. They had they had two more shots on target, but the same amount of shots. I think it just deserved to be a draw, and but I, like I the United's quality kind of just showed at the end and at the when you time, say United's it's, quality, it's... I watched Bruno Fernandes take a shot from half. <laughs> Ilonga was doing nothing. Ilonga is I don't understand why he still makes. Malasio's playing as a right back. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. Like this was a relatively out of order United too. And I think that kind of played into why, you, like, Fulham outplayed us. Yeah, we were on a cup. I know both clubs were missing a bunch of players. We yeah. were, we were, we had like two or three players on suspension, and we had one on and our main man on injured as well. So yeah, no, I, I, Shane Duffy. Yeah, he's played you, like three minutes. I'm sure. Why he's so bad? He's played like three minutes. Oh, he's so bad. <laughs> um, I want to show some love to Garnacho. This man has, honestly, since, when was I, what game was it I was in L.A. for? It was the Europa League game, I believe, against uh, Real Sociedad. Real Sociedad, yeah. And he was unbelievable. He was good in that game. I mean, at times I was sitting there going, Garnacho, which right now he is. And he, he just, there were personality problems at the start of the yep. year it came out that he was late a couple of times during the preseason he didn't play for it because of uh, uh um uh punishment and now it seems like his attitude may must be different because he is playing and he's going out there and has the confidence of a 28 year old he yep. looks he looks like and i'm not comparing the two obviously but he has the confidence kind of of a neymar Kind of where he just goes, you know what? I can take you. I know who you are. I, I, I'm going to come right at you. And if you're going to stop me, you're going to stop me. But if not, I'm going to go around you and f make a play. He's direct. Yes. He's direct. He's dynamic. He's quick. He's, he's explosive. And it's similar with Anthony to an extent. So, I mean, you have two 
very young, very exciting wingers. So it's it's a promising thing for United if everything goes well. Did you uh, see? Oh, uh, sorry. I just have to mention. Did you see that pass that Garnacho had yeah. in the Carabao Cup to, to McTominay yeah. to score the final oh! goal? Oh, it was a good. It was a good pass. Oh, oh, was that good? That was oh good. my goodness! Yes, it was. I don't know. From an eighteen-year-old kid. To swing that from almost midfield, it felt like. Yeah. Swung it in, a perfect ball over the heads of the defenders, right into touch of Scotty Mack. Scotty Mack. If you can make Scotty Mack look like prime Ronaldo, you're good. You're you're pretty good. And that's what he did. It was was a good ball. What do you have to say, Greg? Uh, Last thing with United. uh, So, Maguire... Is on the transfer list. What? You not hear? Did you hear about this? No. Ten Hag has said he wants to sell Unite or Maguire next summer. That was a confirmed quote from Ten Hag. That was in the headlines. Wow, I love it. <laughs> Shoot! I mean, listen, here's the thing. I mean, he's everyone he's knows fourth. he is fourth in the oh, yeah. picking. Everyone order. knows that he has to go. The issue with United is financially they'll take such a hit. Will they? You're not getting 80 million for them. Oh man, the Glazers are well, sad. Well, I mean, I think that was like the only real thing really tying him down was we invested 80 million pounds into him, and finally we have a manager who has the balls to go. Yes, and give a shit. 100. Uh, that is 100. Looks very much like how it is now. Starting to actually listening to Ten Hog a little bit, maybe. Um, but. It's time for Maguire. So, of course, he's he's on the plane. He's yep. going, or he's going to be on the plane. Uh, where? I don't see him leaving England. No. no. So where does he go? Could you imagine Harry Maguire playing in Spain? <laughs> hey, I need you to pass the ball. Over the, what? Yeah. <laughs> and as Moreno comes and takes yeah. it from him, you're like, ah! No, I mean, I mean, really... He stays in England. He will stay in the Premier League, of course. It'll be lower down. Crystal Palace. I also have two good defenders right now. I don't... I don't... Palace doesn't... That's so ugly. West Ham? Newcastle. (laughs) West Ham? Dan Dan Byrne and Harry Maguire. (laughs) I can get behind West Ham. West Ham would be a... Because he's not going back to Leicester. Unless he... Does okay. Unless he does, <laughs> actually, I mean, well, they, Lester they, could they, pick up some players. Uh, the Leeds take him. Would a Bournemouth take? I mean, this all depends who's going down. Everton, Burnley, Burnley's coming back up. Go back. We go to Burnley. Would United sell him to Leeds? Would he go to Leeds? Who knows? Do you really give a fuck? I, I, I um, I think there would be enough suitors for him to go. How much? How much you think? What would United be looking for? He, like he is Could you get technically 40? like in his prime. He's like twenty eight or twenty nine, right? So it's like that's what I'm sitting at. I was saying like thirty, yeah, thirty or forty. I don't want to say like fifty. It's hard 30. to say. I mean, it all it depends who's looking for an actual center back. That you got to put a price though on it, still, yeah. right? So I guess but, I, I would say forty too. Yeah, but so that's that's just all I wanted to bring up. No, so I'm pulling, is that I'm, I'm pulling something out of the hat here. I think I figured this out. Oh, 
Currently in the, in the championship, Sheffield United are second. They get promoted. They sign him because Christopher Basham, who's playing center back for them right now, is 34. You replace him with a younger Harry Maguire. Harry Maguire, Sheffield United confirmed. One of the worst things I've ever heard. I think it'd be better at Burnley. Yeah, Burnley are right now... Under Vincent. They're, they're doing, that would make more sense. They're doing okay, though. Do they really want to bring Harry Maguire into that? Do <laughs> you think they care? They can go to Millwall. Millwall are, are six in the championship right now. Hey, depends Millwall. who's all coming up anyway. Well. Um, I know we want to get into World Cup stuff, uh, uh, specifically Canada, but we did get a message on our uh, at the 90th Minute Official on Instagram, and this relates to the uh, uh, MLS final. I will say before you say this, make sure you do send us stuff on Instagram or Twitter. You can get involved with these podcasts. DM us, hit us up. Please. Tickety please talk. Do. And uh, the interesting thing, too, we are the Sunday League pundits. We haven't even talked about our Sunday League, which has been going on for a couple of weeks. We will finish our episode on that. But please send us. <laughs> yeah, that's how our Sunday. Well, league we, I mean, we got we have a lot to World Cup to talk about. So yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Why, we'll see how we vibe. I said we will do that at the end. But again, if you do want to send us your stories about your Sunday leagues, please do because it is fantastic and we do I actually. I think um, I show speed is next door. All righty, but this message that we did receive, this again, it, it goes around the MLS final and this is from Chris who lives in the Philadelphia area. We have had a lot of coverage on the um, uh, LAFC front, so let's get to the other side with the Philadelphia Union. And this is from Chris. Been listening to you guys to your guys' podcast for about two months now while I work. Easily my favorite football podcast to listen to. Thank you so much. Thanks, Chris. I appreciate that. I actually have a comment about the MLS final. I live near the Philly area, and many, many, many Philly fans are very upset about the rules of football. (laughs) They want golden goal. They want fans to know how much time is left like the college, like college in the States does. Because in college, they count down from 45 instead of counting up. Really? Yes. Yeah. So different. Kind of like hockey or whatever. Um, Let me find where. Okay. And they want penalties gone, just gone in general. I can't lie, it bothers the hell out of me when we Americans keep trying to Americanize football. The nerves and raw emotion and nail-biting is part of the game. Thoughts? I think that MLS Cup Final was one of the best matches of football I've ever watched for excitement value. A golden goal, or even counting down from the time would have taken away some of that magic. There. I understand as a Philadelphia fan, you're, you're going, man, maybe we would we, have won the we game were the better team. We were the better team. We went into that extra time, scored a goal. We should have gone. You know, it's, I'm sorry. That's not how, it, and I, I, I Pedal, the, the MLS is its own league though. You are allowed to change the rules of your league if you want to. But I think for the MLS to be taken seriously, and to grow as a league, they need to conform a little bit. And penalties are, is a lottery. I do agree with that. 
but they're exciting. I like penalties. But look at the storyline for that penalty shootout. Yeah. The goalkeeper was a former Philadelphia goalkeeper, did not get his chance there. I mean, Blake is the goalkeeper of the year three goal. years in a row. Crepeau gets snapped. Yeah. Man gets take carted off. The guy comes in cold, saves three pens. Yeah. That's a hell of a story. And has yeah. an amazing save on the yeah. goal that they actually, they, yes, yeah. they did go in. Yeah. I a mean, beautiful. Save. It was a hell of a story. And I'm getting goosebumps just thinking about it. Like it was an amazing match. I'm just getting sweaty. Yeah. <laughs> what were you going to say, sir? No, it's just, it, it's, it's, that was a special moment. And, and as a Philadelphia fan, it would suck to go through that on the receiving end of the negative, but you were in an MLS Cup final. That's got to give something. At the end know? of the day, it sucks that a team has to in that kind of a situation because it was a great game. But unfortunately, it's sport. But, it's a sporting event. Yeah. But I, but I, I think we to move on to the more important part of that question, Chris from Philadelphia. Where would I get the best Philly cheesesteaks? Oh my god! Because those are delicious. It's the Philadelphia area, okay? Maybe not Philly. It's close enough. It's close enough. Cheesesteaks. Can I go run up the rocky stairs? Here's the thing about us at the Sunday League pundits presented by Uber. One, we, as soon as we find out where you're from in the States, we like to make fun of it. No, I so, just... I, only only the States, though. It's only <laughs> the States. Uh, Greg, how, what are your thoughts on this? Good. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, but I, I, I like the, the phrase where he said specifically, like, Americanizing the sport. It, it is, I mean, we kind of saw it with, like, what the Super League wanted to do, too. So, it, it, it's not going to come out of football anytime soon. Um, But it, it, it's funny how, I think it was the Champions League final, where I had that right at the end of our stream, where I was like, please don't let this go to pens. Yeah. I hate pens. I hate it. I hate it. Whatever. Well, I watched that one, and I didn't hate the pens there. And sometimes you sit there and you go, okay, some games deserve pens. Yeah. Some games, like, that was a match that needed to be decided by pens. I kind of wish you could have had another injury, like, another extra time. Yeah. You know, not a golden goal, but, like, just keep going. Because it was so much fun to watch. But I agree. Penalties was the correct way to settle that game. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. And again, like you get that those stories out of it too. You get, uh, like again, I remember when United lost to Villarreal in the Europa League. I don't want to talk about it, Dave. And yeah, big save, Dave made no saves at all and missed a penalty. And missed a penalty, which we ended up losing because of it. And I remember sitting there going, "Why?" <laughs> <laughs> but so I, I understand Philadelphia, the city of Philadelphia, going. Why we we played so hard? Yeah. so far, and in the end, it didn't really matter. Well, I, I think with especially with the you know, color, this man's just beautiful singing that just occurred. <laughs> this guy's going to American Idol. Okay, it, it was good. But with the North American sports, other than MLS, like if it's in the playoffs or anything, there is no shootout for hockey. Yeah, there is no free throw competition <laughs> in basketball. I know I'm just... It's just played to the end until there's a winner. It's until there is a winner. Yeah. It goes on if it keeps... In all the North American sports, that football or soccer. Well, yeah. I hate to break it to you, MLS, but you didn't invent this one. 
Yeah, yeah. Yeah, sorry. So, but Can we talk about North America? North America, Canada Ooh, roster has Canada. been announced for the World Cup. That is insane to say. Okay. So long. Oh, now it's not in our lifetime, and it's it's. I think we're all so excited for it. Um, I got afraid. I got afraid. Why? I was reading that list of players. I didn't see Fonzie the first time I read it. I was like, "What the fuck? Excuse me." Alfonso Davies not named as a defender. I I was like, "Ah, do you know something I don't know?" In fact, Alfonso Davies not named as a midfielder. Alfonso Davies named to the Canadian national team as a forward. I mean, he, he does play forward yes, for the. He plays a few positions, but I, I I read the whole list and I said I didn't I didn't care about the positioning. I just read the list. I went okay, and I was like, did I just not read Alfonso Davies or and I, I, I get back to the top. Okay, we're good. We're good. Yeah. yeah. So the Canadian national team goes as followed, which was actually surprising because this wasn't how I found out of the team, obviously, but Fabrizio Romano. He did. He did retweet it. There is a lot of people who are cheering for Canada. Yes. They like the vibes. Um, so the Canadian national team right now, well, that is going to Qatar. James Pantamus will be getting the call for uh, at least one of the goalkeepers. He'll probably be the third string keeper behind Dane St. Clair and Milan Borian. Yes, as mentioned in that LAFC match in the MLS final. Maxime Crepo did break his leg and will not be participating, so that means Dane St. Clair will be the backup, and James Pantamus will be the third string. Who does he play for? Uh, the uh, Montreal. Oh, okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. Um, either Montreal or Vancouver. I think it's Montreal because the Vancouver guy also came to that camp after um, Crepo got injured. I always get him and, and the other guy mixed up. Uh, the Defenders. For uh, the Canadian national team, Sam Adekubi. Love that guy. Our boy, the guy who Love jumped him. into the snowbank, for those who don't know. Uh, Joel Waterman getting the call, playing in the Canadian Premier League just last year. Yeah. yeah. Getting the call from uh, Montreal, CF Montreal. Uh, Alistair Johnston, as who was actually on Kickback, presented by Uber One as well. So make sure you go and check out that interview. Our boy, Richie Larea. Kamal Miller getting the call as well. Uh, Steven Vittoria probably going, no, I guess not going to be our captain. But especially after that Bahrain game, needed him. Were you doing the crazy eyes? Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I real happened. And the final defender named to the Canadian mm. national team, Derek Cornelius. Great name. On to the midfielders as Liam Frazier does get the call for the Canadian national team. Well, I, I really like. I thought it was me. No. Oh, I heard my name. I didn't know I was going to Qatar. I need to get packed. You're not going to Qatar. What? <laughs> you could get on, go get on a plane. You can get on a plane That's and go. That's true. You, you, really want, want, you have your own free will. Oh, okay, cool. Surprisingly. Cool. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> For whatever reason. Cool beans. Uh, Ishmael Kone getting the call as well, scoring his first goal at, for the Canadian national team. One to watch. Bahrain as One well. to watch. I love Ishmael Kone. Good guy. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. 
There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Uh, Mark Anthony K from Toronto FC getting the call. I love Mark Anthony K as well. David Watherspoon, probably one of the shocks on the team as well, making the, the team. And then, one of my favorite Canadians ever. Oh, no, that's not where I was going. But he is on here as well. The Portuguese man. No, almost nope. as oh, well. Oh, never mind. <laughs> Jonathan, I'm sorry. Uh, uh, that one. <laughs> there you go. Uh, one of the longest standing, like, just yeah. great Canadian Very class players. act yeah. of a player. And then... Atiba. Atiba. <laughs> we get Atiba. He came, he came back. He played for Besiktas over the weekend, and he got some minutes good. So he was out injured for a little bit. He scored a goal, did he not? I don't know. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he Man's scored a goal. 40 years old. He doesn't, I don't even, he doesn't need to Captain do anything. Captain Atiba. Yeah, yeah we will talk about Atiba a little bit more in just a second. But uh, Samuel Pietti also getting the call. And <laughs> my boy. <laughs> yes, I coughed through it. My boy. Stefan Estacchio, who scored again yesterday, he's he did. Been, he did. He's been going <laughs> he like nuts. Three and goals and two assists in three games. Yeah, like that. It, yeah. He's been fantastic, and it's perfect time to get in for him. Yeah. Perfect timing. And then the forwards for Canada, where the stars come out. Liam Miller, me again. <laughs> You're right. making the call as well. Uh, Lucas Cavallini from Vancouver. I don't know. I don't know how much. He, I don't know how much he'll play. Quite the. But he he he's there. He's a he's polarizing there. player. He's there. He is a polarizing player. He definitely can put some defenders off. When it's when it's ninetieth minute and you're playing, I don't know, Croatia. Just go on, punch Luka Modric, go him off. <laughs> <laughs> or you can jump over him and use his head yeah, as yeah, a stepping. Yeah, 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 he yeah, has yeah, done yeah. that before. Yes, yes, he, he has. In fact, uh, Ek Ugbo also making the Canadian national team, which is exciting. Yeah. I love Ek Ugbo getting a lot of time with Twa. I wonder who, if um, John Herman will, who will he'll choose yeah. between those two. Honestly, me too. Me too. And then. Junior Hoylet as well getting the call. Good guy. And then the whole meat and potatoes yep. for the Canadian national team. The only hope we have. Tayshawn Buchanan from Club Bruges. That's a fuck boy. <laughs> Jonathan David, one of the leading scorers in League Un this year again. <sighs> He's a sniper. Kyle Laren getting the call. Obviously, the leading scorer of all time for the Canadian national team. I don't know what to do for Kyle Laren. <laughs> <laughs> And no, no, if you ever heard of him, but he plays left back for Bayern Munich. And for Canada, he's a forward. 
the Edmontonian, Alfonso Davies. Meet me. <laughs> that, that was what that was? Yep. I was so confused there. <laughs> so, yes, Canada's national team called for or announced for the World Cup. How excited are we, guys? Very excited. Uh, I got to say, I don't think there was any too many surprises. Yes, uh, the uh, one thing I should mention as well, sorry, but uh, Daniil Henry not making the national team. He did pick up an unfortunate injury before the Bahrain game, like right before the Bahrain game. They are kind of blaming the the pitch for that. Um, unfortunately, was supposed to be the captain in that game. Then before the photo, he came and told his teammates that he wouldn't be making it on uh, that particular day. It sounds like his recovery would have been about 14 days, so a comeback would have been realistic. However, Daniil Henry said he declined and said, give it to somebody else. Somebody else deserves it, and that's why I believe we see uh, Joel Waterman. Yeah, I mean, it's really, really unfortunate to be injured that final step kind of thing. I mean, Canada do have one more game still before the tournament starts against Japan, so... Fingers crossed you go into that game with no serious injuries and nothing happens in that 90 minutes because that would be heartbreaking to be days out of the tournament. But how am I feeling about Canada in the World Cup? I mean, it's, it's Canada in the World Cup. I didn't think I'd see this until we hosted the tournament. But we've made the tournament not only from finishing third in some really dodgy, like, we beat Costa Rica away kind of thing in a nil-nil or, or like a one-nil final minute rainstorm. We actually deserved to go through CONCACAF qualifying. We were, I'm not going to say the best team. We were. But... I think we were actually yeah. the best team. <laughs> you know, like they're Mexico. We the, beat the Mexico. US. We yeah. beat the States. It's... Yeah. And, and like Mexico has tons of problems. You, you don't know who's going to start for the States. There are tons of things for the CONCACAF teams here that are really not good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think CONCACAF might have its toughest time at this World Cup. Maybe. I think Costa Rica's not great. Uh, Mexico are going through a bit of a transitional period. USA, who knows what Greg Berhalter does. The men's a wild card. But Canada might be the best choice for CONCACAF. Tough group, though. Tough group. And I've seen lots They're of people... They're all tough groups, yeah. but... I've seen people online say the same thing. Canada should finish fourth in their group unless if the vibes are there. If Canada vibes, Canada get third. Which would be more than a success story. And like we've been saying leading up to this, first things first, a goal. Or, uh, but I would take a nil-nil draw against Belgium. Before yeah. That. Yeah, that's yeah, very much. Get, that's the thing. get a goal, get a point, point. get a victory. Yeah, that's, that's kind it's of the baby, baby steps going into this. Exactly. And... Mm, the thing we've been talking about since the, the draw has been called has been, can Canada catch Belgium sleeping? It's the first match of the tournaments. You're not always your sharpest. Romelo Lukaku should not be playing that game, which is a big miss. Like, so Michi Bashua, I, I assume, will be their next striker up front. Yeah. Now, the thing is, Belgium's still Belgium. They got, yeah. they got some fantastic players on there. But the one thing that they, I find where we could expose them is their defense. 
we got a pretty fast team. Yeah, and we do. We they got really some, do. If, especially if they're going to be playing like Jan Vertonghen, Bobby Alderweireld. It's going to be, they're they're not the quickest of players. They're a lot older these days. and Not exactly. Vertonghen's playing at a good clip. Yeah, he's at Benfica. Benfica. Yeah, yeah. and uh, he's like fantastic. It's and uh, they're great players. It's just we've got some. Canada's got some speed, and can they surprise them? I mean, Tayshawn Buchanan's FIFA card, and I don't mean to bring FIFA into this, but for people who do play FIFA, his FIFA card is currently at a ninety-seven speed or acceleration or whatever. It's like a special card. Yeah. Oh no, I know, but that but that still says the the speed. Like they're they're. Obviously, yeah. inflating those stats, but mm-hmm. they're inflating the ones that they need to inflate because he is fucking fast. Yeah, he is fast. we all we all know how fast Alfonso is. <laughs> yeah, and... in their in their qualifying uh, for the for the World Cup, they drew Wales one one as a final match day. Before that, it was a three one victory versus Estonia and a one nil victory versus Belarus. Eh? They have one more uh, friendly game versus Egypt before the tournament starts. Yeah. Who knows? I. Who knows? Well, any, any, who knows? Is football anything yes. can happen? We're praying for Canada. We're hoping they do the best. Not expecting them to do well, but Dude, they, they have a good team now. Canada a, has no Belgium. Oh, Bel- Belgium, oh Belgium has a good yeah, team. Yeah, Belgium's like now. They, they are second in World Cup rankings, which, which I think is still bullshit. It is, but there's a reason they're they're good. My, there's a reason they're there. My thing. For all the teams in that group. I'm not a big fan. And we talked about this in our prediction video. Which will be coming out before the mm-hmm. World Cup. I'm not a big fan of the the defense. For Croatia. Croatia's defenders? They've yeah. got Gvardiol is Yeah. Good. And that was. I did forget about Gvardiol. Was loves Vita. Gvardiol. Stanisic. Juranovic from Celtic. Borna Barisic from Rangers, Dejan Lovren, v- Vida. It's not the strongest, no, but they they're in very good form right now. Lucas was talking about it in our World Cup video, like Brett said, will be coming out soon. I think, um, but they are the runners up at the last World. Cup. Yeah, yeah. But, and but are I, they? Italy and, just won the but, Euros. But listen, listen. Are they, listen, are they their better? Attack, their attack is not as. Orsic, uh, Kramerich. Well, in their midfield, yeah, this yeah. is a midfielder, yeah. is Pasolic, uh, uh, their Perisic, midfield is their Modric, Brozovic, Kovacic. Yes, their that's where their talent is. is. The... Canada could get past that midfield. They're old. In the wings, it's... baby. Mm-hmm. Rossiden, Lucas ho- Cavallini. I'm praying. Ah! I'm praying, but it's going to, no matter what, it's, it's going to be tough. See, and that's, uh, it, it will be tough. That's why it's the World Cup, but... It... It, we have Where It's here. It I, is a it, week away. I literally, I was sitting there last night. I was sitting there last night, and I was, <laughs> it's, it was the I Show Speed World Cup song. World Cup. And I saw, I saw like an edited video someone made with all the different like, because he names all the countries before, right? And all like the different flags oh, and, the, and the players and everything. And I was like, it's the World Cup, and we are a week away from this thing. And I was like, I, I remember how I feel. Like I used to feel going into World Cups like South Africa or, or even the Russia one, but Brazil and everything, and just how excited I was. In the middle of summer, you're like, this is going to be just parties and everything was going to be great. Middle of winter, bit of a 
worst mood and, and you know the, all the controversy going on with this world cup definitely dampens it but then i go i get to watch canada yeah, it's i get to actually see canada in a world cup because they deservingly qualified for it it's it's awesome that's see. what to me it does it for me is the deservingly qualified not some fluky third not some goal different they actually played well, and think of some of the countries that aren't making it too. The Italy's, the Sweden's. You can go Egypt as well. Of course, it's not easy for Canada to qualify, no. but it's easier than I'd for say. Sure. It's easier than for like the for team. sure. But you sit there and you think, who I, we're not seeing? Yeah. And I remember, like, I remember being very emotional when we beat Mexico, and I remember being very emotional when we clinched. And people were like, "Why?" Like. It's, it's the World Cup, blah blah blah. They fucking exactly. We haven't qualified in so long that we it's. I've never seen ten years before I was born was the last time that I wasn't even a thought in my dad's balls yet. <laughs> the fact that we now are able to That's sit a way there, to put it. <laughs> the fact that we can sit here and watch Canada, in in in. in we did our Jeopardy, which will also be out before, or by the time this, or before the World Cup, sorry. Um, but we got to answer questions about past World Cups, the, the Zenedine Zidane moments, you know. Like, you, you sit there and you can remember all of these moments. And now Canada can be, uh, like, we, I, I always tell this story, but, like, we played on our elementary pitches pretending to be Ronaldinho, pretending to be Nedved, pretending to be all these different players, mm -hmm. and none of them were Canadian. And now you get to watch all of these kids now, today, pretend to be Alfonso Davies, mm -hmm. pretend to be Tayshaun Buchanan, Kyle Laren, Jonathan David, uh, uh, Stefan Astacchio. Those are all Canadians, and those are all people that you can look up to now as uh, the youth in our country. Yep. And watch them on the world stage. Like, it's a beautiful thing. And I don't think we get enough credit for it. And I, I know I see all the comments where you all this hype, all this emotion to just get bounced in the group stage. Uh, shut the fuck up. Well, but, but at the same time, we are a very young team. We yeah. have some veterans, of course, but we are a young team. And I think this is a good stepping stone for the 2026 World Cup, which we we're, we're in. So like I, I don't think you understand. Not even Canada thought that Canada would make this World Cup. They didn't bother to get new jerseys made in time. Yeah. They didn't think they were gonna make it. We didn't think they were gonna make it. So to be at the World Cup, and, oh you lost every group stage by five. And, Who cares? And how and guess what? It's football. We're at the anything, World Cup. Anything can happen. I guarantee we'll be at the next one, and I guarantee someone will learn something and go, yeah, you know what? Last time we were here, we came out very attacking and we conceded a bunch because Belgium was damn good. Maybe next time when we're in the group with France, we're not gonna go out as attacking. So we learned a little bit. Or crazy. Anything we're not there yet. We can go out and surprise Belgium. Fuck you, Belgium. They might not. You're not even real France. You invented French fries. Why not name Belgium fries? Okay? You don't even care about yourselves that much. You're a joke. So we talked. I don't like you. We talked a lot about Canada. And I do we wanna say who we think is gonna be like our starting eleven? Sure. 
do that. I'm also, gonna predict hell of a goal by Moise. Yeah, Moise yeah. Kane just scored <laughs> a <laughs> sick goal yeah. for Juventus versus Lazio. Yeah. Um, we all just ignored it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was kind of like looked at you, I like smiled. Yeah. And I was it was like, a great like, goal. <laughs> I was looking at you too because I saw it out of the corner of my eye. Um, that was a hell of a goal. Listen, it's a simple. Do we think it's four a... four two? No. 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 He doesn't play a four four two. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he has. Hmm. That's let me, a good question. Let me pull up. I will pull up oh, the final the three. I, I the, 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 the qualifying, the final game versus Panama. I wouldn't do that one. Okay, I'll pull up the game against Salvador, I think they played or Fuck it, let's do USA sure. when we beat them 2-0. <laughs> uh, John Herman's so, a good coach. It was a 4-3-3. That's what I was gonna say. I it think they'll do Sammy Adakubi, uh Kamal Miller, Vittoria. Uh, Alistair Johnson, you had Buchanan, K. Larea, and then you had Osorio, Laird, and David. No, oh, Alphonse Davies, he was injured. Laren. That was the thing, too. That was a bit, you said Laird. Um, Kyle Laren? Yeah, but that was the thing, too. Like, Canada beat the States without Alphonse Davies. Yeah. So, um, but, okay. For my start, I would do a 4-3-3. Because I, I, I think you, you have to have the top three of Buchanan, David, and David. But then you're or do leaving you play Kyle Davies with... as a left back or left wing back? No, it, I because the game the game with with the game with Davies here in Edmonton versus Mexico, the lineup was a three four three. So it was Miller, Henry, and Johnston as center backs. Adekubi, Ustakio, um, Atiba, and Lara, and Larea. Then the three were Davies, Buchanan, and Laren. Because um, John and David came on for Kyle Laren halfway through the game. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess front three of John, of Alfonso Davies, Jonathan David, and Tejon Buchanan. Midfield, Ustakio guaranteed. Yeah. Probably Osorio. Osorio or Atiba? Or both. I'd put both. I, I, I would put... It's hard to say. It all depends... Who's fit right yes. as well? Because I mean, it's still more than a week away from today. I would put, but I would put Estacio next to Atiba because Estacio is going to be box to box. You also have Mark Anthony K, who is very good. Yeah, no, a hundred percent. But I think, I mean, you got to well, maybe, but you, for, that's a good point too. You got to worry about the fitness because the, he hasn't been playing a lot. The game versus Costa Rica here at Edmonton was Adekubi, Miller, Vittoria, and Lorea's back line. Then it was, it was a 4-4-2 with Miller, Kate, Ustakio, and Buchanan. Up top was Davies and David. Because how I, I, I I'm, not, think, I'm not the coach. I, I think it's a 4-5-1 almost. Because Buchanan and Davies will track back. How I see it, though, is like a 4-4-2. But I'm not the coach, of course. And I trust John Herdman. I just like I feel like you can't leave Laren out of that starting eleven. I yeah. And so I go Laren and David but, up top, Davies and Buchanan on the midfield who can really yeah. use their speed, get forward, get back, help out with Osorio so, and Eustachio. Would it be midfield. a four four two or a three five two? Three five two would work. Could, could do that too. I'm behind that. What? I'm fully behind that. What, what, what the thing is, yours with Laren though, if you put Laren we'll see, and yeah, David, it, we'll if you put, if you put Laren and David up top. Do you sacrifice maybe some of your defensive stability? That, that's what does when you're playing. Does does Belgium. does John Herdman go in and say 
let's give it to Belgium? Or does he say, it's Belgium, let's sit back, try and hit him on the counterattack? We're going to hit him on the counterattack anyways. If Koglu taught me anything, which he has taught me many things, you never change your style of game for who you're playing. Well, that, you, Because then you have given in to them already. You just took kind of the words out of my mouth. Um, play your game that you do well and play it well. I believe, I believe it was on Kickback presented, um, where Alistair Johnson said going into that World Cup, the one thing that people won't be able to say about Canada is that they weren't, mm-hmm. they weren't prepared. John Herdman, since the millisecond that he knew what that group was going to be, was on, getting, getting ready. ready. Could you imagine the preparation that has gone into that? Exactly. Like the scouting, the the matches, what the hours of film being watched what i assume i'm not sure who it'll be i assume john herman is going to say to one of those midfielders and say you do not let kevin de bruyne free you yeah. stick on him that's who i that's why i'd start a tiba a big physical presence he's got the speed to keep up with kevin that was, and the fitness too because that was give, I, who, give, who give knows me, give me 60 John. minutes give me a tiba give me 60 minutes sure. of sticking on kevin sure and we'll have Ustak with you to do the creative business. Yep. And then we'll switch Atiba for Pieti. For, for Pieti or for Mark Anthony K or yeah. someone just to, hey, leave a, leave a, what, 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 is, what is my dad's line? First, first 10 minutes. Let them know you're there. Oh, yeah. Leave a tackle on them. So sorry, Kevin, you have no more ankles. So sorry. Yeah, yeah. Last thing we need though is a red card. Uh, well, and that's what I, you know what? Low key. Old ball ref. Yeah. Low key. Mark Anthony K is a, monster so, <laughs> like, he, he would not be afraid to go into an angle of, of at, at the end of the day though unless there's some wild things that he's doing i trust john herdman yep. and i'm not going to question who he puts out who he starts and what nope. what goes on unless like davies is on the bench and there's yeah. like, <laughs> stackio's on the bench i'm like but sir do you know where we are right now <laughs> <laughs> yeah. who would you say is Canada's top three players. You know two of them. No, I think it's pretty simple. Okay. At the moment, Davies, it's David, and, and Ustak. Ustak, yeah. That's who I'd say. No love for Buchanan. He's there, but I think Ustakio is really... I think Ustakio will actually be the most important player for Canada at this World Cup. And Kyle Lahren, I, I think so too. Especially because the, of who we are playing in this group. We are playing Luka Modric and Kevin De Bruyne, who... In my opinion, are the two best midfielders oh, yeah. in the world right Let's now. Let's not forget that Ziyech will probably. Yeah, yeah, I didn't check Morocco's team yet. He's on it. Okay. And so Hakimi. Also, oh. And uh, Hakimi, yeah. yeah oh. And uh, what's his name? The striker. Oh, yes. Uh, Taremi. That's no. Name, um, Nazir, something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, Mazarawi. Oh, that's yeah. The, no, well, that's the. No, I know. That, that's that's the, the defender for, Bi- for Bayern. Too, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm pretty yeah, Maserawi's sure. Morocco's there. got a good squad. Is Taremi not Moroccan? Ziyech. Harit. I mean, Har- Harit from Marseille. Uh, Amrabat from Fiorentina. They uh, got a good squad. El Nasiri from Sevilla. That's who I was talking about. They have a good team. Canada, Morocco. There's a not a good chance, but there is a chance that game is going to be very important. But the reason I say Ustakio is going to be the most important player for Canada is because the job he has to do is both sides of the ball. You have to be defensively strong in the midfield, but you also have to create and get that ball forward to those players who we know can score. Iranian, my bad. Because he's, he's on Porto, right? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Porto. I, 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 it's because I was doing the, the the lineups for a bunch of the teams, including Morocco and Iran. So that. Um. So we. I got... am excited though. Yeah. I hope you are too, guys. We're talking about Canada and the. It's even crazy. just talking about the World Cup in general. I'm yeah. excited. Well, we haven't even talked about any of the other teams, and we're we've been going <laughs> yeah. for quite a bit now. Yeah. There'll be... Who else are we gonna talk about? No one else matters. So yeah, this is the true. Canada World Cup. That's I'm true. pretty sure. Uh, should we? Let's talk quickly about England. England's a big. It's my one. city. How the fuck is Connor Cody going? Yeah. <laughs> How the fuck is Calvin well, Phillips going? Why well, I, I wish Tabori was coming with Canada. Where is Ivan Tony? And Tamori. Yeah. yeah. Tomori. Also, we want to talk about Canadians. Tamori, Mitrovic, and um, uh, uh, Marcelo Flores all didn't make their national teams. You were all Ooh. eligible. Stefan Mitrovic, you haven't oh, been on Twitter. I at thought all. you were talking about all Mitrovic. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> no. Um, Stefan Mitrovic, who's been playing for Bel- uh, Red Star with uh, Bordian. Uh, said that he's going with his Serbian roots and will not okay. be going with uh, Canada. Marcelo Flores as well, who went uh, with the Mexican national team. When John Herdman really wanted him, really wanted him, he didn't go there. And now, oh, look, he didn't make his team. And the same with Fakayo Tamora. The only other Canadian that is going to the World Cup, bon- uh, is his name Bono? No. Yes. Uh, from, uh, oh my god, now I can't remember his name. I think his name is Bono. He's born in Montreal. One with Villarreal. Uh, yeah, he's a goalkeeper for Villarreal, I'm pretty sure. Is his name Bono? Oh, because he's Moroccan? Yeah. He's Moroccan, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he's going to be playing against us. And he's, he's Canadian. He's Canadian. Yeah, Part born Canadian, in Montreal. Oh, I, I think is is it Bono? I, I it's, uh, yeah, it's like he's Bono. from Morocco. Bono. I think it's Bono. Bono. Yes, yeah, I know he's talking about. Yeah, Yassine Bono that's, from yes, Montreal. Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly yeah, who I'm from talking Morocco. about. Yeah, he's the only Canadian international, and I put in quotes, um, that is going to the World Cup. That's not with Canada. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Tamori, I understand why Tamori is not playing for Canada because he should be playing for England. Yeah, but he's not. AC Milan just won the title, and he was a big part of that. No, yeah, and now I sit here and I go and I think, I know he's not eligible for this World Cup specifically. Yes. Obviously, is uh, the first question is can he now change? Even though he, he I believe he still can. I think he, I, I think you're allowed to play up to ten. Games. I saw people saying it was like three games, and then he's played. But Wilfred Zaha games. has played for England, and right. Wilfred Zaha now plays for the Ivory Coast. Right. It, it, there is rules on how you. I mean, even what. Um, the question is, Woody. A couple of those young English players have gone to play to play for their African uh, nations. Right. So there's obviously a way. Tamori Would Tamori? No, Canadian. I don't think Tamori will. But here, so here's the hypothetical. Let's just say hypothetically that uh, he can. Let's live in a world where he can switch. He's been disrespected by Southgate yep. over and over and over again. He has this obvious comfy seat at Canada. He would be starting with Canada. And Canada is hosting the World Cup the next time the World Cup comes around. But Tamori could really prove himself for England sure. for these next four years. And, and then for the, even for the Euros coming up in 2024. Because a, a, a lot of the English center backs... Are older. 
But that's also he under keeps, the assumption, though. Yes. Keeps Southgate, Southgate. There's we zero know chance Gareth Southgate's we there. We know Southgate likes. He likes. He has his. There's favorites. zero chance Gareth Southgate is the manager of England going into that next World Cup. It's coming home. And, no, but there's it's no coming. chance. There's no chance. Even if, even if England go to win this World Cup, there's no chance Gareth Southgate in four more years is still England boss. I agree with that. So tomorrow you're fine. But then at the same time, then you have to also sit there and go, okay, now here's a whole new regime that I need to... Four years is a long time. A lot can happen in four years. Oh, Who knows what happens? You know, you could have a career-ending injury, but what unfortunately. Else? Yeah. This but could what be else? your one moment. What else does Tamori need to do? He's one of the best center backs in uh, the city. Huh? Yeah. He just won the Scudetto. With uh, AC Milan. What more does he need to do? Well, if you're Gareth and Southgate. And you're picking Connor Cody with Everton? Yeah, I know. If you're Gareth Southgate. If you're Gareth Southgate, you have to, to play in the Premier, Premier League. League, which is ridiculous. Connor Cody should not be going. The only reason Connor Cody I could see is going is because he plays with Pickford. That's the only reason I could, I could put two and two together. Tamori doesn't play in the league with these players. I mean, you, oh, you maybe tell. he doesn't style fit in. You can the, tell the Southgate, Southgate wants um, a Premier comfortability yeah. as well with his squad. Who's not in the Premier League that's going with Southgate? Jude? Uh, I think, you I can think Jude. Is it actually only Jude? I believe so. If he didn't pick Jude Bellingham, there actually would have been riots. Yeah. But he also played in the, the Euros before. Yes. So, like, comfortability, like I was saying with that. Is it only Jude? Yeah. That is actually insane. I'll pull it up to double check. Because the four forwards is Foden, Grealish, Kane, Wilson. Didn't take Tammy. Rashford, uh, Saka. It's a good forward. If it can, yeah. if oh, it can, yeah. if it can be good, England's got a good squad. Yeah, and their, their midfielders. I think we're sitting. I, I'll be honest with you. I think they're going to have issues in the round of six. The defenders is where I still just go for England. It's just Premier League. It's just pr- scary. All Premier League except Jude Bellingham. That's. Um, but the, to be fair, fun. other than Tammy Abraham, uh, Ivan Tony, uh, or no, about, uh, outside uh, of England, Tammy Abraham. Show some love to Tamori. Deli Alley, baby. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, the I think biggest thing with the England team, for me at least. And I love this guy. I, I think he's a very good player, despite the fact that he has played against or played for two of our biggest rivals. Alvin Phillips has played one minute in the Premier League. I think it's just a big part of how he was, how crucial he was for the Euro. So, yeah, and, and, so he brought him. And Liam Harobin from Kickback, presented by Uber One, said that you have to remember as well that. He's a player who recognizes and knows the system. Yeah. Fair enough. Calvin Phillips has been out all year with what they have said the entire time is an injury. Mm -hmm. And now all of a sudden he gets this call. Then when he hasn't been playing, what the hell? Yeah. I don't get it. It, I don't like that. It's it is definitely like that though. And, and at the same time, who is the the uh, midfielder we were talking about? That uh, like, why is Connor Gallagher going over James Ward? James Ward Prowse. That's what I was gonna he say. He hasn't been as good this season as he was Connor last year. Connor Gallagher, bro. He brings something, I guess. Last year with Crystal Palace, yes, and not at all. Like at time, he he got sent off. He is. 
not been in favor and was not at all in favor with Thomas Tuchel for re- very many reasons. He was immature. He couldn't figure out how to play for Chelsea. Mm. And now you're going to go and put the three Lions on him? It seems like he's also picking players that are in the top clubs of the Yeah. And yeah, even though fine. Everton is a part of that, I I, I get that. But I, like Newcastle and Newcastle, even like uh, Callum Wilson went, is going, so which is 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 a good, it's Nick a good choice. Pope, but like Nick and Nick Pope, of course. But like, should like a player like Dan Byrne actually been considered? No, He's, the no? only change that should have been made is Connor Cody out, Tamori in. Everything else, I'm fine with. Fair enough. I'm fine with it. I just think they're gonna have. I think James Ward Prowse maybe. But for what set pieces? That's what Trippier is there for. You got yeah. Trent as and well. You got Trent, yeah. But you, you did bring it here's up. Here's my you, issue. You, you, there's you, only you one brought, left back. There's one left back. Dan, only, Dan Burns been playing left back for Newcastle. He has, but there's only there's only Luke Shaw. So other than that, you have John Stones, Trippier, Eric Dyer, Trent, Harry Maguire, Connor Cody, Kyle Walker, Ben White. There's one left back. But and, who and the ben, hell else is an English left ben back? White, ben White, Trippier, Walker, and uh, and Trent. Are all right backs. They all can play right back. But can they maybe can play a little bit left back? Could but. Ben White play left back? Trent to me and Trippier are your one two for it, right back. What it seems like is I think Trippier I think starts. he's gonna want to play a three back. Yeah, yeah, and, three and with have Kyle Walker if he's fit enough. Kyle Walker's a center back? Yeah. I mean that's how they did it last time. Yes. What does that say? You brought you brought McGuire, Dyer, Cody, and Stones, and you're gonna put Kyle Walker <laughs> and Ben White, who actually actually White. no, I actually start Ben White. Yeah, I would too. White Stones and Harry Maguire. That's probably what it is because I don't think Kyle Walker is gonna be playing. Ben White is the right side center back. Then you have pro- I would probably probably play Trippier, but this is the issue as right wing back. Look at the continuity errors here. <laughs> Like, you, he's bringing personality. He's not bringing a team. He's just bringing a group of English players to the World Cup. Yeah. And I think, and you were saying about Ange, uh, like he said, if you're playing, the, if you're playing your, your system around the team you're playing, which it seems like that's going to be what they yeah. have to do, because we're sitting here going, what are they going to do? Mm-hmm. And, and we don't have, we have three different answers. They are not in the easiest group. They're in a group they should, I think, win. Yeah. But the USA and Wales and Iran, not an uh, easy group. They're all going to good games. Man, could you imagine? If, if I want, I want Twitter on the day England play USA oh, it's and the USA crazy. go one nil up. I it's want go that. Wild. I want that. I want, the, I want the, I want the, I want the, the American soccer Twitter to just, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, LeBron it's soccer, soccer, man. Yeah. You don't know anything, man. Let's <laughs> go target, baby. It's going gonna, it's gonna to go crazy. Yeah. <laughs> you gonna Harry? Stop hey, I need to stop off for a double gulp. I don't think we can keep saying these things. <laughs> Harry, Harry Kane needs to have a big one. He should. He should, but he he needs to have a big World Cup because he was not scoring really in the Euros, as far as I remember. But again, Even though that, they made is the that final, system is that England system doesn't benefit Harry Kane as a striker. Well, the thing is, I think England's best part is their attack, last and which is weird because for the Euros 
they were one of the best defensive teams, and that's why they made it. Maguire was fantastic. Shalberto Carlos. And he do it. Scored in the Euro Finals. No, I'm going to tell you. Did you see his pass to you today? <laughs> he was surrounded. He had three guys around him, then three of his own players, and he just fed it to you. So, um, we'll see what they do. <laughs> At the same time, sorry, I'm th- sorry. That's who, not our. Who is starting goalkeeper? It's Pickford. It is Pickford. I think it will be Pickford, it's but I don't. Pickford. I don't think he's the best goalkeeper out of the three. No, I don't. Either. I actually think he's the third best goalkeeper out of the three. It's Pickford, but he's the but he, he is he's good for England. Ramsdale got the call, yeah, yeah. Ramsdale, yeah, and Ramsdale. Ramsdale should be. Um, I feel, but at the same time, the I feel Ra- Ramsdale. Fans. Ramsdale went down injured. Wolves fans chanted, "Let him die, let him die." We're eight days from a World Cup, and he's on your roster. <laughs> like, I think, yeah, I. Uh, Ramsdale, I feel like hasn't been. T- Tested as much. Arsenal's mm. defense has been pretty solid, mm. and he hasn't been at test as much. Nick Pope and Pickford Nick gets a great goalkeeper. Yeah, yeah. But I also, I don't know. It's gonna be Pickford. Though. Pickford, yeah, it will be Pickford. Alrighty, this has been a long episode, but I have well, two more things around the World Cup that I want to uh, yeah. mention, and yeah. then I want to talk about our Sunday league because yeah. we'll do this it quickly. Is the yeah. Sunday league pundits, exactly. so have to, presented by Uber One. So we have to. Um, the first thing that I think we should talk about, uh, before we end this episode, around the World Cup, uh, excuse me, the flag is right here. Jogo Benito for Bobby B! They're winning it all. Brazil, eh? I'm, I'm on the train. Well, you already- I hopped on the train of Flair, and the young guns are going to show up. World Cup predictions will be out soon. Liam did say Brazil. They're... A lot of young attacking talent up front, I, other than Neymar. I just want who is vibes. Neymar? I just want all the vibes. I want to see Martinelli salsa dance just for an hour and a half. Is like, Martinelli gonna get some game? Well, man's great. He's yeah. been good, but we were talking today. He kind of plays in the same position Neymar plays right now. Mm, he's <laughs> hurt his back again. We were talking before we got recording here, just like the attacking prowess of this team. Uh, uh, all of their players are insane. The only, questions, the only question I do have is maybe the back line a tiny bit. I mean, if Danny Alves does start, but maybe, we'll see. We'll see. Gabriel, Gabriel. Yeah, I don't know. See, I almost said Gabriel. I apologize. So. Gabriel. People but at Gabriel. the same time, is I don't see Gabriel getting in before Marquinhos and Thiago Silva. I no. know Thiago Silva's old, but he is very, very experienced. Good. Marquinhos, I think, is one of the best center backs in the world yeah, right now. He's, he's great. And so, yeah. Brazil's good. Brazil one to watch. Brazil is yeah. one to watch. If you haven't heard of them yet, they're they're usually do okay in these tournaments. And you got like Casemiro and Fabinho in the midfield. Who, and Frederico, and f- baby. Frederico, Bruno Grimarish. Frederico. Frederico. Awesome. Could Joe Linton have been called up? <laughs> no. Frederico. He's very versatile, very good, but you know what? I'm sure you gotta look at. I'm sure oh, you gotta look at I'm sure you gotta look at, but I think the midfield options for Brazil are above Joe Linton. Yeah. And shout out Anthony as well. Um, second thing that I wanted to wrap up our conversation with, you kind of already answered it, but I want your World Cup winners. Brazil for me, I think they'll just score goals, and I think I think there'll be a lot to handle for a lot of teams. I've I just have this weird feeling. Maybe it's Mario Goza is back, baby. But I've I've been saying Germany. Yeah, 
me I'm, too. You both think Germany? Yeah. I think we both said Germany in the World wow. Cup prediction. I, 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 hey, Germany are one of those Germany. countries that they get to the tournament, they just know what I to think, do. I think they're going to, I think Spain's going to top the group and then Germany's going to come out. The only question is goal scoring. Right now, they have Mokoko. Musiala. I just, I just no it, the team works together well. Exactly. Yeah. And that has been my Very thing. experienced, mm-hmm. very just good. And that, I think Musiala is going to crush. I think he's going to crush it. That has been my thing with Germany, is that it, Thomas Muller has come out and said that there aren't any stars from Germany because that's not the way we're taught. Mm-hmm. We're not taught to be the best player on the team. We're taught to play as a team. Yeah. We're taught to win as a team. And that is the mentality. And as I look at this German team, the mentality of all mm-hmm. those players. Mm-hmm. I look at Joshua Kimmich, Goretzka, my freaking boy, my big boy. I love him. Uh, I'm not just going to name all these players, but you have just the, the proper mentality from this club. I would, Seven I would Bayern that. Munich players. That's insane. I, I would agree with that. That The mentality of the German national team is just, the correct mentality. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, I. I, I just have this weird feeling. Martin, Mario Goats is back. Yeah. It's it's. And hey, we never we didn't get through this without mentioning Argentina or Puerto Puerto Rico. Oh yeah, I mean, at, so. the stories at the will the, write themselves for at those the end two. of the day. Football is football. Anything can happen. Yep. We everyone knows this. Alrighty. The World Cup is. All I want to say is. If you're on YouTube, drop your predictions down below. Who's going to yeah. win this one? Who's going to be a dark horse? Stuff like that. I, I, we want, we really, really want you guys to get involved with these podcasts and the channel in general. If you're on social media and see us, get in the comment section. We do read all the comments and everything like that. So get involved, honestly. Yep. But yes, Sunday. let's talk about us. Sunday because um, we are back. We are playing. The boys are back in town. And uh, it's something. It's, it's a thing. Uh, Brett, you made your long Brett made his debut. debut. I played four minutes. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, interesting. Uh, it was one of the first times like playing. Actually, I think it was my first time in indoor. So yeah, playing indoor football here in Canada in the winter time. So it's in like a hockey arena, as you can think, with the walls and everything. You can use the walls to your advantage. It's on a, like a carpeted, like fake grass turf. turf yeah. So and so, I I found I was kind of like. Still trying to figure out positioning mm-hmm. and all that, and I found the best way to do that was communication. Oh, hun- yeah, it's it's key. Yeah, and it, it was very, but I don't know. I got a block on my first you shift. Did, yeah, and I was like, yes, good. Um, had a couple of tackles, nothing too. Yeah, I had a quiet game. game. It was a quiet game from a lot of us. I gotta say, <laughs> yeah, you hurt what? your shoulder. I did. I broke myself. Wazinho scored an own goal. <laughs> Yeah. I guess that it's an unfortunate. Been... Yeah, like it's. It wasn't his fault. It just hit him and went in. Yeah, yeah, I died. I guess it technically would have been an own goal. Yeah, oh, yeah, you, you, you were in. And you I wasn't that. that. Wasn't a great performance by me. Okay, this guy says uh, I'll, I'll tell this story. First of all, we're playing a guy who literally, I'm, I'm convinced it was Dyson Maeda. I'm pretty sure. He was Celtic winger Dyson Maeda. Like I'm he looked exactly sure. like yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. And so he he was. Very good player, obviously, and I was on him, and he was doing his little Anthony moves, whatever. And uh, one of his teammates goes, "Take him, take him!" And so he decides to just shoot it. He, he did a little bit of a move. I kind of moved right and gave him a shooting lane. He didn't like dance me or anything. I didn't think, 
Did he's he? Create, he created half a space, half yeah. a yard because, from And honestly, it was... It was a great shot. It went post and in. Like, yeah. I didn't think he had that angle, but it went post in. <laughs> Did you hear what I said? No. I went, so, like, what am I supposed to do with that? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, how? Yeah, was, yeah. Uh, and so, like... And so once he scored that, his teammate turned to him. He's like, told you. Oh, man, did I want to go. Oh, was I mad. And then guess what? I didn't see the pitch again the rest <laughs> of the game. The re- Actually, no, that's false. I got called off twice from our, our bench. So once, and I'll tell the story why. I don't wear the same jersey as everybody else. If you can't tell, I'm much bigger than everybody else. So I wear uh, the same color jersey, but it's uh, Atlanta United. And last year in outdoor, I we taped the number. Mm. Not in a single issue. Nope. All year. Nope. All year. I didn't have to change numbers. First shift, he goes out and it's... It wasn't even first shift. It was the first step on was, the field. Was, I watched him just peel off. It I was came like, off what? right. Literally, I'm just like beside the, the box ref in there. I'm just like, is that, is, that, is that okay? He's like, yeah, let's just not worry about that. Because <laughs> yeah, the, the worst part too was was I... Obviously, you have your, your shin, shinnies as you normally do up on my socks. And uh, my socks would not stay up. They would. I, I I taped them. I couldn't do a single thing, and they just kept falling down. And so there was the one call off from the bench because I was um, undressing yourself as exactly. you exactly. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, okay, fair enough. Uh, I'll, I'll come off there. But the second one, I was like, I felt good on that shift. <laughs> I was not tired. I was making plays. I was commute. I was telling Awaz, go up there, Sam. Here, I got you here. And then I watch this guy. Watch this guy. And all of a sudden, I hear Brad, come off. And I'm like, What? What I what I will say is this: If you haven't been able to tell yet. We lost. Oh yeah, yeah, very badly. <laughs> it wasn't very, very badly. It was, it wasn't great. But anyways, listen. Three goals each half. Sunday league is back for us, and you will have our stories. Hopefully, every podcast we want to hear your stories. Of course, send us a DM, send us a comment of your Sunday league stories, your memorable football moments, all that good stuff. Because we like to hear from you guys. So, uh, World Cup here though. I think it's been a very long podcast. Quite frankly, the next next time you see us, we'll be in the throw of the Uh, World Cup. We'll see. We'll see. Maybe. Maybe. But if you want to watch the World Cup live with us, there is a place for that. Yeah. On our Twitch. Twitch Twitch.tv slash the 90th minute official, baby. We're going to be live for almost every every match day. Yeah. We're going to be live on Twitch all the time. You can come hang out with us. For, enjoy for, the for games. certain games. Well, you know what? Stop taking the fire, Greg! And we have a little special stuff happening specifically for Canada games. Sui. So once Canada plays, put on the game, put on the 90th minute, yep. and watch us over there because we have a lot of fun things yeah. happening. Talk football with us. Get involved with the sport. Get involved with yeah. the tournament. Yeah. Uh, keep us keep in touch with social media because that's what we will be posting. Presented by Uber One. Exactly. Yes. yes. No, I, I was referring to the channel yes. itself on Twitch. Well, the 90th minute official then. Yes, there you go. <laughs> also, uh, I'm not sure who's hurt here, but it looks like a major injury. Yeah, the man right blew out his knee. In between Monaco and Marseille, so hopefully no one with uh, in a World Cup spot. It is a Marseille player. Let's uh, wrap it up there. I am hungry as hell. I'm <sighs> going to get some Uber.
Yeah, you got to use Zoom delivery. There you go. Yeah. Perfect. So, uh, thank you for so for watching, listening. Um, World Cup is here, baby. Let's go, Canada. Come on, boys. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye-bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.